This is also the first time we had sex together after about... Fuck. I'm searching for the Flanagan's catchphrase because I don't know it from memory. But... <laughs> you have a catchphrase? Uh, it should be, eat at Flanagan's and then eat ass. <laughs> it's a dude asking another dude. Okay? But... Wait, no. Clear. It's a dude asking another dude. <laughs> About being oh, a dude. I'm a dude playing another dude. Let's <laughs> give out weird, yeah. <laughs> and three. And no, two. No, and one. And. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Javi. And this is Daron. And today we're going to be speaking about finding romance in the most odd places. Really? Is it odd, really? What, what, what place? Of Flanagan's, of all places. Okay, which one, though? <laughs> Listen, I've been to the Flanagan's here, and it is always packed. I, I can't get a damn seat. The one here in Hialeah? Yeah. Right next to the post office? Yeah. That one gets lit. I don't understand why. The food is great. The food is fantastic. But is it that great? It is, actually. A two-hour wait time. Two hours? Dude, what? At what time did you go? <laughs> when it matters. <laughs> Bro, no. Shout out to Flanagan's for the good drinks. And the good food. We are not sponsored by Flanagan's. We are not sponsored by Flanagan's, but, you know, we wouldn't mind if we if we did. But even then, a good shout-out is nice. Uh, please reach out to us if you want to sponsor us. Thank you. Our story for today, bro. Uh, this one's called Finding Love at Flanagan's of all places. You want to take it away? Sure. It might not be that weird. All right, let's check this. Let's check this one out. He would phone in for his lunch order every afternoon, almost exactly at one o'clock. I was 27, a single mother to a three-year-old girl who was my world, while, while working at Flanagan's as a bartender to try and make ends meet. He was 31. And he was currently one of the barbers in the nearby barber shop, a few shops away. We had grown up together throughout our middle and high school years, but neither of us had ever expressed romantic interest for each other. So we started chatting here and there whenever he would order and come pick up his food. The first time was a surprise for the two of us since we hadn't really spoken much throughout the last 10 to 11 years, even though we kept friendly on social networks. The occasional like, and comment on, on our Facebook and Instagram photos. I could tell he had started to drop hints and flirt with me though, but because I was coming from an abusive relationship where he would beat me regularly during my pregnancy, I paid a little mind. Yet, the more we kept talking, the more I found myself enjoying our conversations. He was a good, hardworking guy, something I found very hard to find in Miami between the many dudes that still feel babied by their parents. He was slightly shorter than I was, but he had aspirations, goals, and dreamt of being a firefighter one day, something he was in the process of undergoing. Eventually, I felt com comfortable enough to introduce him to my daughter, and I began to fall in love with this man who became fatherly with her. Some months afterwards, I asked him if he wanted to have a getaway to a resort in Mexico, just the two of us, and of course, he immediately agreed. This made me laugh. 
This is also the first time we had sex together after about two to three months of us talking. But in present, I am in love with this man. And it is a feeling like no other. Two years have passed, and we are still together. He is open-minded, caring, and he isn't jealous. He is also very open to, to new things in the bedroom. And he enjoys letting me. Oh God, how do I say this gently? Eat his ass. And I enjoy it. I no longer work at Flanagan's, but sometimes better things come in unexpected places. You just have to take the opportunities when they come. So Javi, in this story here, we have someone who found love in a bit of an unusual place, which is kind of cool. But have you ever experienced this, meeting someone in an odd place like that? I'm glad that you asked. Matter of fact, Subway's bathroom. Subway's bathroom? That sounds very sexual already. Romantically, I suppose. Was someone like, hey, nice ring. Nice cock ring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what happened. No, 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 no. Please. I'm classy. Very classy. If you're wearing a, clo a, a clock ring. Listen, honestly, Flanagan's isn't that weird of a place to meet somebody at. Yeah. It's just a bar. It's a restaurant. It's probably where you should meet people. The weird part about it was uh, she was a host. Personally, I've never hit on anyone that was working. I have a, you know, a little bit of respect for her. I don't know. And I wouldn't appreciate someone hitting on me while I was working. What about you? Well, to be honest, bro, um, I wouldn't mind it. I've been hit on at work. And if the person is interesting, if they're charming, I will reciprocate it. Uh, it's mainly because I'm not married to work. I'm not. And I would rather explore the possibility of a nice and healthy relationship than, you know, be at work. Now, it doesn't mean that I will, you know, stop or be distracted by work itself. Pero tampoco, I'm not going to shut it down. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck work. Exactly. Hey, if you have the possibility of finding love, go for it. Do you. But the biggest theme here is actually, would you be able to date? Or I guess be in a relationship with, or even hook up for that matter, with someone who has a child? I've thought about this a lot. All right, It's been on my mind. Am I ready to be like a father, stepfather, something like that? Yeah, because neither of us have kids. I say, yeah, hell yeah. Matter of fact, if I like the person, if I like their child, if I see that they're teaching the child right, fuck yeah. Is it because you feel like you're ready to be a father? Is anyone truly ready for that type of responsibility? I don't think that anyone is ready to be a parent. I guess some people prepared for it more because they know they want kids. But at any point in your life, did you want kids? I wanted kids at some point. Then I didn't want kids. Now I want kids again. It's weird. You really got to think things through. Right? I, I feel that. I've, had, I've been on that flip-flop back and forth. And right now, I'm uncertain. Largely leaning towards no. I don't know, as of the stage in my life, because I just have a lot of things, a lot of chess pieces moving at, at the moment. All right, so where would you draw the line? Okay, so picture this. Let's say you're seeing someone and they have a child. Is there a specific age where you would draw the line? Like, for example, let's say they're a teenager. Let's say they're 13 years old. Would you be okay with that? 
in my personal opinion, I don't think it matters. Um, if you look at the person, if you like the person that you're with, they have a child. The, the most important thing to look at is if they're teaching that child right. You know, if they're a good parent, you want to make sure that they're there for the child, meeting all its needs. Meaning you will take over the parental figure as father. You help. You, know, you can never truly take over as father, but you can definitely assist uh, in, in that process. Hypothetically, would you be willing to get with somebody that had kids or has kids? Okay, let's start from the beginning of that question there. Okay, right now, I'm not certain, right? I'm leaning towards no. I don't know if since I jump back and forth so often in my life, I don't know if in the future I would want. So it's kind of like a, like a gray area, right? Presently, just because I'm doing so many things, I say right now will be a bad, a bad time. But like how we said earlier, are you ever really prepared for it? Is it ever a good time, right? But answering your second question, um, I don't think I would mind if they had a child. I would prefer if they didn't though. But I wouldn't be against it. Because, you know, it's not their fault. I mean, it's not the fault that they were born. And besides, I'm there to be with, um, you know, the the mother, I guess, the, the woman, <laughs> right? Or father. <laughs> I'm there to be with her. None, I'm not ready to be a father figure. Even though I feel like I am because that's the way all my students see me every single time. So at the same time, like... I feel like I play that role every day in my classroom. That's right. You know, a lot of kids look up to you. So I'm curious, why don't you want to have kids? It's not that I don't want to. It's just as of present day right now, present day run, right? I don't think, I, I don't think I'm ready for it. I don't think right now would be a good time just because of all the other things that I'm doing externally. But I wouldn't be against it, especially if I'm with someone for a couple of years and they're like, Daron, I think it's time we had that talk, right? Mm. And they wanted kids, and we share a mortgage, because that's fucking important. <laughs> then I will be like, you know what? If you want kids, then let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do it together. Let's have this conversation. Maybe, uh, maybe not jump to conclusions just yet, but definitely let's have this conversation. Yeah, I will be open to having that conversation. I wouldn't shut it down immediately. Okay, so, and we also see that here in the story, they knew each other for what, like 10, 11 years? So they, they basically grew up together. Now, they had history, which kind of, you know, exempts this, this question that I'm going to ask you. But let's say you're meeting someone for the first time. How long do you think before you think you feel like it's right for the first kiss, for, you know, the first time you guys have sex? What do you think? Because I kind of developed a system in my in my 20s when I was, you know, going on a lot of dates. Basically, after the uh, first date, so I called it the three-step rule or the three-step dating rule, right? So first date was as follows. We, we would meet up at a coffee shop, something very casual, just to kind of, you know, get to know the person better, see if we clicked, so we connect, see if we had any mutual interest, if we vibed, right? And that was kind of the end of that. It was usually an hour, a little over an hour, if anything. The second day, if the connection is there, it will be something a little bit more intimate. 
uh, dinner or an event, right? Like we will go maybe to, I don't know, see a live band, fucking Bayside or something. Just once again, early 20s. And then depending on how that went, you know, you kind of see, you have to look into the body language, right? Are they... Are they grazing at you? Are they, you know, tapping on you? Are they touching you in general? You kind of get a, a, a good gener general feeling if they're open to, to a kiss. And if in doubt, bro, just ask. <laughs> it might not seem as romantic, but you can't go wrong with that idea either. Um, and then the, I don't want to say that the third date, but usually anything after that, you, it would just result in us, you know, in the bedroom. Damn, I'm going to have to write that down. Oh, jeez. <laughs> See, I don't have a system. I just, you know, whenever something feels right, it feels right. Okay. I'm not very particular. See, I'm just not into the idea of being intimate with someone in the first date because I don't feel comfortable with the person yet. And I think as a guy, it's kind of weird because most guys would, would just be like, nah, bro, I'm Italy. And I'm like, no, nah, bro, that's, it just doesn't work for me. I just can't. And I only developed that just so I would feel comfortable enough getting intimate with the person. Now, as older, I don't really use that as much because I'm older, I'm more mature, and I don't really need it. But I really used that when I was younger. It really helped me, like, establish myself, being comfortable with myself. So right now, it's more of a suggestion. Yeah. Right now, um, that was just something that I developed, once again, to help me through it. Yeah, no, I don't follow such guidelines. I think uh, if it feels right, it feels right. Uh, in this case, for the person that, uh, you know, told the story, they had history together. So, you know, if you have history together, does that change things? Absolutely. You know the person on a, on a deeper level right off the bat. So conversation becomes significantly easier. And communication is key in any relationship. And if you guys can communicate already, bam, right off the bat, that will save you uh, just a lot of time. See, but the thing is that they didn't really share like an attraction together. It was only after the fact that they you know, re-met, I suppose. You know, you're right on that. I completely missed that. And that's actually a good point because they're two different people at this stage in life. One thing is when you're, you know, a childhood, you know, uh, a child. Then a teenager, your early 20s, and now your uh, early 30s, late 20s. These are different stages in life. So I think by them meeting, they're just meeting new people. So I think that's kind of cool because, yes, the history does help and you're able to bond and communicate. But at the same time, it's like meeting somebody brand new. Mm -hmm. So it's the best of both worlds. And I think we're in a good stage in our lives where we know what we want. We know what we want from our partners, and we know when to get intimate. And speaking of intimacy, you mentioned that a lot, you know. Um, these guys went on their trip overseas after only two months. Yes, they did, which seems like a, an awfully short time. But at the same time, once again, they knew each other. But I'm going to play devil's advocate once again, because... They're two different people at this stage in their lives because they're just getting to know each other all over again. Do you think that was a short time? Yeah, personally, I, I think it was too short a time. But if it clicks, it clicks, you know. I think it was a very beautiful thing that they had together. 
I, I think that they uh, found love. I'd be willing to throw rationality out the window and just go on an adventure with somebody. You know? Well, I'm guilty of doing this as well. Uh, for example, I remember seeing this person for approximately, I want to say, I want to say four to five months before going to England with them. And I'm like, I was just looking for adventure at that point, just like you mentioned. That's how it was. It wasn't necessarily uh, something that I had planned. I'm just like, hey, I want to I go to England. You want to come? Come with me. And that was basically it. That sounds like one hell of a time. Have, did you enjoy your time with uh, that person? That's a hard question to answer because during that time, I had got enough of uh, what, six-year relationship? And I was trying to relive the moments that I had spent with that person. So in reality, I went to Europe with someone else while at the same time trying to recreate the past. Have you ever read The Great Gatsby? Yeah. Okay, so there's a very famous line that Gatsby says to Nick, something among the lines of, um, what do you mean I can't recreate the past? Like he's reluctant to admit to, him, to himself that Daisy is a whole different person when he should have just moved on with his life. But that was me at a relatively younger age and it was six years, bro. So to answer your question, I did enjoy England because it's fucking England, right? And I did travel a whole lot and it was beautiful. But the purpose for going was wrong. And that's why I threw myself into that adventure. I remember those times, man, there was dark times. I remember being there for you. Um, you know, it, it got dark. It got real dark. But you pulled through, bro. Look at you now. I mean, you're successful. You um, know what you want. And we can survive these relationships. You know, six years, seven years, 20 years, whatever it takes. We can survive, right? And I'm glad this person that submitted the story also pulled through from their dark relationship. You know, they were, what, beaten, abused while they were pregnant? That, that's sick and disgusting. Yeah, man, no one should have to go through that ever. And no one should ever lay a hand on you. Oh, man, if you're going through that, please seek help. Yeah. There's always a light at the end of that tunnel. Uh, like, as we saw in this story, this person found love again. Is in a very, very healthy relationship and discovered new things about her that she didn't even know. Um, so the question on everyone's mind is, what do you feel about eating ass? What do you got to say with a face of disgust, Javi? Are you Not ashamed? disgust. Morbid interest. <laughs> <laughs> morbid. That's a, that's a wonderful way of putting it, actually. So are you asking me? Yeah. Have you eaten ass? Not really. Not really? What do, you, what do you mean by not really? So you've tried it, didn't like it? No, I've just been really close to it while down there. <laughs> well, you didn't like the taste? No, I've just never never visited the... The, the nether regions. Yes, the nether regions. You know, I've been extremely close to it. Just, but never, uh, I've never have. I've never asked, I've never had somebody ask me either. So maybe that's it. Because since, you know, I'm not interested in it myself, 
But if the person had asked me for it, I would have probably considered it. Yeah. I've as dabbled. Long, as long as their ass is clean. I've dabbled in the dark arts. Mm. You know, and I, I'm not ashamed to admit. Flipendo. Go ahead, Professor Snape. It wasn't my cup of tea. You didn't like it either? I didn't care for it. I have not had my ass. Let's let's okay. get this for the record straight, right? <laughs> I haven't had my ass eaten. In this case, you know, it was her eating his ass, which is kind of dope. I'm not going to lie. So you'd be open to having your ass eaten, is what you're I saying? When in Rome. Do like the Romans? Hey, if... Did the Romans eat ass? I don't know. I did teach. They? I teach about ancient history. I feel like I, sh- I should know this, and I don't. They probably did. They probably did. And that shit was not clean. Listen, if the person I'm with wants to eat my ass, I give it a shot. I probably won't like it. I don't like anything near my ass. <laughs> but hey, I'll probably try it. Okay, so we can both agree that, you know, not our thing, but we'd be willing to try it for our partners. Sure. Right? All right. That's fair enough. That's it for tonight, guys. If you enjoyed these stories, make sure to subscribe for our weekly episodes every Monday. And make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, if you would like to submit your very own piece, please reach out through one of our social media platforms or email us directly at singleinmiamipodcasts at gmail.com. And as a friendly reminder, after that last piece, please make sure you wash your booty. Flanagan's. Eat out, then eat ass.